Last time on Crown of the Kobold King, our heroes continue pushing through the mysterious abandoned crucible. Doing their best to avoid combat with the wolves, they stumble across secret holding cells containing long dead skeletal dwarves. The skeletons rise and combat ensues. One corpse does not rise and a ring of Torag is found on her finger. The party continues deeper into the ruin and finally finds the large menacing warg. Our heroes try to convince the warg that they are on the same side and want to fix the problems at Falcon's Hollow, but he wasn't having it. The warg and his wolves attack Cobcorn, and that gives Jacques and Scarab time to flee. The colonel meets his end, and the others retreat back to Falcon's Hollow. Our story continues now. Two weeks ago, we find ourselves in a beautiful summer day, a little hot, but not enough to ruin the occasion. Life has drastically changed in the past month, but in the best way possible. He stands in front of a mirror, checking and double-checking his armor. It must look perfect. He declined a fancy suit for this event in his life. He is happy and excited, but also a little nervous. That's normal, right? There is a knock at the door, and he hears a muffled voice. Having second thoughts in there, Colonel? It's about to start. Everyone's waiting. Colonel Cobcorn straightens up and adjusts one more strap before exiting the dressing room. It's perfect. He makes his way down the hall and strides outside towards a gazebo, shaded by the edge of the Dark Moon Vale forest. Family and friends, all sitting in chairs, turn to face Cobcorn and cheer. He makes his way to the gazebo and stands with a permanent smile. The band starts to play, and everyone excitedly stands and turns towards the back. A beautiful bird-like figure in a white gown walks down the aisle, longest neck on this side of the Minespin Mountains. She and the colonel lock eyes and smile. After the wedding, they happily jog to a waiting carriage, friends and family tossing rice at the newlywed couple. Another figure awkwardly stands by the carriage, staying about arm's length away from the rest of the crowd. He's dressed in black, holding a cane at his side. He too has a long neck and is wearing a plague doctor's mask. The bride runs to the man and gives him a big hug. My dear, you've made it! Cobby! Come meet my son, Jacques Rioc Krechitok. She happily pushes Cobcorn forward towards Jacques. 45 years old, he never thought he would ever find love. He also gets a son, too? Can things get any better? Without a word, the colonel lunges forward and embraces his new stepson. My boy, 
he quietly says as a tear runs down his face. He is too excited to notice Jacques trying to squirm out of the hug. The family lets out an aww, but the mood quickly shifts. People start to gasp in terror. Jacques looks over Kornokovkorn's shoulder with his long neck to see his mother collapsed on the ground, clutching her stomach. He pushes the colonel out of the way and runs to his mother. He kneels down and she looks at him in pain and horror in her eyes. She coughs and a few grains of rice trickle out of her beak. She reaches up and touches Jacques' face. Her eyes close and her hand limply falls to the ground. Never throw rice at a wedding. As the two of you stand and face the forest, you can't help but feel the oppressive darkness from within. You can't shake the overwhelming feeling that you're being watched. And even as you stare into the dark canopy, you almost see the flitting and squirming of shadows in the darkness moving beyond. But there are no pursuers, and there's no time to wait. So you turn yourselves back down the dusty road headed back into town and pass by the lumber camps, trudging through the dusty roads until once again you find yourself underneath the gates to Falcon's Hollow. You can't help but feel the almost mocking intent of the sign that hangs there, only for the foolish and the brave. As you make your way further into town, you can't help but wonder what next? What now? Where is Jacques heading? I, I would figure Scarab would walk Jacques home. Yeah, I think walking back into town, seeing that sign, Jacques would probably... <laughs> Idiot. And just head down, walk home. Mm -hmm. Scarab would follow. With pig in tow. Yeah, I think I think you just walk straight home and um, walking through like the front gate, you stop, not turn around, without turning back to Scarab. You can stay here for the night, but you'll need to be gone by morning. It's a foolish endeavor. Jacques, thank you for your help that you've given me. Oh. You can see he's like staring at the ground. I... I have been a coward. I have run away. I have left my problems behind. And I... I have dealt with it on my own time. I will leave you here. He reaches into his belt and pulls out like a big needle basically like a pen that doesn't write and he reaches around to his back and pries off a scale oh here 
He pats Jacques on the, the back to get his attention. And uh, holds this scale out. The small gold scale. Jacques turns his head to the side. Takes the scale. And quickly puts it in his esoterica bag. So you... You can run, and you can hide, and you can be safe. Maybe you can use this to call upon a friend. Mm. Just one last thing. Those mushrooms. He reaches into his bag, produces the mushrooms. Do Do you want to go with? He turns to scare him. I would rather be a coward than a dead fool. And he just like slams the the mushrooms into Scarab's hand. Good. The colonel made his mistakes. Yeah. He was an idiot. Yes. And I will not follow in his dead footsteps. Good. Be safe. Goodbye. He was going to walk inside. Goodbye, Jock. Good. Safe. Picked up a few tricks from me, I see. Come on, pig. We have to walk into danger. The scarab's gonna walk away from the house. Let's go back and fight the wolf. (laughs) No, he's gonna stare out into the street. (laughs) He's gonna look at these mushrooms and think to himself, What? Why? Why am I doing this? Why these mushrooms? Just to help? To help her? He's going to hold on to the mushrooms and he's going to head to the low market. You make your way across town to the lower markets, a path you've traveled multiple times. And as you enter the markets themselves, you're greeted with the familiar sounds of coin exchanging hand, the familiar smells of less than fresh vegetables and the slight sweet sting of semi-rotted meat. Yeah, let's uh, let's head to the, the Goose and Gander and the low markets. The Goose and Gander. And as he's walking up to the building, maybe there's like some uh, trash bins outside that say, please recycle and all that. He's gonna pull out the contract uh, signed by Jacques and Colonel Copcorn. He's going to rip it in half and he's going to drop it either on the ground or if there's a receptacle in the receptacle. Sure. As you do, you don't see it, but there's a poetic moment where the uh, one half that says Copcorn gets covered up by Jacques and then uh, you walk away without ever seeing that cool thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, as, the, as he op- as he bursts through the doors, he says, "Moving on." <laughs> uh, as you burst through the doors, you find yourself inside the Goose and Gander, and it is a cavernous mess of a general store. You see shelves that go on far longer than what should be the end of the building, and the shelves are packed with. All kinds of knickknacks, doodads, whatchacallits, and whozits. You can see he kind of like smirks. (laughs) 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 
To your left is a rather large counter upon which a gnome stands, and he greets you with a flourish. Well, hello, Brackensnarred Hildrasocks at your service. Welcome to the Goose and Gander. Now, what can I get for you today? Oh, Brackensnarred. <laughs> like you don't know me. Scarab, you old devil. I thought that was you. Who can see me behind all the things that you didn't get yourself? Well, you glimmer like gold. It's hard to see. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so good at selling. <laughs> just got some scale polish in just this week. Somewhere. Did you get a big shipment of goods maybe three days ago? Well, not to my knowledge. Anything with my stamp on it? No, no, Scarab. No one would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Any word of my cart? I lost it. You see? My goods? You done lost your goods? Keep to keep, man. That's not cool. No. <laughs> what happened to your cart? I don't remember. I woke up in the street. Well, that is a dizzy of a doozy. My pig. Lightfoot. Gone. Gone. Well, I haven't gotten a pig in months. Hmm. 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 Uh, I had a traveling party, okay? They're all dead. Every one of them. Don't look them up. Colonel Cobcorn, dead. Jacques Cobcorn, dead. <laughs> <laughs> All dead. You mean that nice gentleman who lived up the road? Shh, dead. Dead. Gone. Do you have any big boys I can use? <laughs> look, you. I know your little ass isn't carrying all this stuff in here. You got anyone that can help me find my cart? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like literally the same size. <laughs> never let it be said that Brackensner never did his friends no good. I know you're good. You're good for it, right, buddy? <laughs> that being said, I don't have anyone. <laughs> Damn! I've got loads of crap that can help, though, probably somewhere mixed in all of this crap. But, no, I don't have any people. It pains my merchant heart. My soul of coins to see a fellow competitor down on his luck. Tell you what. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there. I know. <laughs> In hopes that you'll get back on your feet and rekindle the spirit of our competition. You can have a look on the shelves. On me. Just once. Ooh, the scarab looks low, low on the shelves. What does he see? Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. Shotgun of ward killing. Uh, hold up. 50 cal machine gun. <laughs> the shop has mechanics. So give me a second. Roll me a d10. Lucky number seven. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Well, 
uh, as you stoop low and begin to uh, kind of scavenge between all of the, again, for lack of a better word, crap. There's so many <laughs> objects just piled on each other that it's it's hard at times to even know what you're looking at. Uh, and so boldly you just kind of jam your little claw into a pile of stuff and you feel and grip something and as you pull it out you find a scroll in your hands. Oh. Fancy. Yes, Scarab's gonna pull this out and he's gonna like <laughs> turn his back so the gnome can't see him. And he wants to uh, try to identify the scroll if he can. Go for it. Uh, 17? As you unfurl the weathered parchment, you can pick up the distinct runes that make out a scroll of restoration. Oh, wow. From his high perch on top of the uh, counter, he can't help but notice what you found. You brackensnard, you foolish, foolish fool! <laughs> yes, yeah, so Scarab's gonna roll it up really tight, not noticing, but the novice just looking over his shoulder. He's gonna slide of handed into his bag. I see what you're doing! I said you could have it for free! Shut up, I'm stealing this! <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else for me or no? No! This was generous as hell! Haha, <laughs> away for free again! Children <laughs> Socks is a gnome of his word. The door's already swinging. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> uh, Scarab's outside with the pig. Got him again, pig. Got him again. <laughs> now let's go somewhere useful like the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have picked that one thinking it was the bar. But I believe the bar is the sitting duck. Yes. Once again, you find yourself in the tavern. There, again, is the familiar and large Amazonian Ergen Tok, the large, brawny, dusky-skinned woman with a shock of red hair. Ergen Tok! I need a whiskey! And friends! I can see that, Scarab. Where are your friends? Dead! <laughs> All dead! <laughs> Her face takes on a, uh, like, momentary uh, disposition of sorrow as she realizes you've lost someone. So she pours a whiskey in a glass, and she slides it to the edge of the counter just so you can reach it. I'm sorry to hear that. How did it happen? Bravely, I hope. You've heard the tales of the Great Wolf. I've heard rumors. Some monstrously large gray wolf eating hunters and whatnot. Yeah. Both of my eyes, he points at his eyes with two hands. Ate <laughs> my friends. Friend. Ate my friends. Both of them. If you see the other one, the, the spooky looking one, it's a ghost. Don't bother it. Leave it alone. <laughs> That's horrible news. Yeah, the Both big... of those things are horrible news. Mm -hmm. There's a ghost in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with it later. Let everyone know I will deal with it. Don't bother the ghost. I'll let everyone know. The large shiny one. Taken away. No idea where the fox is. <laughs> 
actually. Twinkles is gone! <laughs> Everybody's like, Phrase, the twinkles are gone! Yeah. Everyone's The town is gone! <laughs> no more twinkles eaten by a wolf! Ooh, Scarab, you have saved us all! Uh, there he is. <laughs> What were we talking about? <laughs> Goddamn. I need help. He, yeah, he kind of slumps in his seat. Uh, Jacques. Not Jacques. Goddamn, he's gone. I can't believe he's gone. <laughs> Goddamn, he's gone. <laughs> Scarab, almost comically on cue, you feel a rustling in the small scarf you keep around your neck. And as you turn to look, the tiny fox is clinging hanging, basically, from the ends of your cloak. Gah! I have twinkles! <laughs> Everyone around panics. <laughs> no, it didn't save us! <laughs> Scarab, you have doomed us all! <laughs> what, a, what, what a great deception! <laughs> we just we just watched uh was it Space Quest? Galaxy Quest Galaxy Quest recently. <laughs> oh no. These are not good enough friends. Well, you're more than welcome to try to convince someone else to go and die with you. Scarab's gonna scan the room. Is there anyone that looks cool? <laughs> anyone with a weapon? Well, there's still that weirdo playing, uh, what was it? Uh, Knivesy Handsies? There's Spoonies? I forget what he was playing. The one who's stabbing uh, yeah. his hand repeatedly at the table? Yeah. That guy's still there. You, are you named? I don't even remember what he sounds like. He sounded crazy. Yeah. Yes, crazy it is. That's how he sounded. No, fish spoony. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a name. It's all no fingers. <laughs> Don't let him be fooled, though. I've still got one. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Scarab's going to walk over to another table. <laughs> and who might you be? Swinging his drink around. There's no one at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Pig, lift me up. No. Uh. So as you making your way around, uh, Ergen does call out to you, and she said, There was a rough-and-tumble-looking dwarf rolled by earlier this morning. A shiny head, great shock of a red beard. A little handsome. But he left uh, about an hour ago, somewhere around town, probably. What is... Uh, how many dwarves are around town usually? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what's running through Scarab's mind. Either this is the guy I'm looking for, or perhaps even a dwarf coming to reclaim this place. Either way, I could use help. And a dwarf in town means a dwarf on a mission. Which direction did you say? Uh, you said something about the sheriff's office? I'm heading that way. 
Scarab's gonna scamper. You didn't pay for your drink. No, I didn't! <laughs> Free again! <laughs> Door swings. Uh, as you head towards the sheriff's office, the door itself swings open before you get to the front, and from it emerges a dwarf, as described, with a shiny head and a shock of red hair for beard. And what else does this dwarf look like, Emon? His armor is pretty golden. He's bald as fuck. Big red beard, like Cody said. Uh, he's got a grill on his back. He also is accompanied with a large dwarven axe, large dwarven hammer, and he sees you and he's, oh, excuse me, sir, uh, pardon. And he starts to walk past you. Ho, ho, hold. Look at you. Scarab uh, stands as tall as he can and he, uh, he wears like a, a green scarf shawl he kind of whips it back to show off of some of his golden scales and his shiny bits the uh, fox goes flying <laughs> he does don't mind that he'll come <laughs> back i'm sure <laughs> you i could sell this and he waves his hands all around you where did you get this stuff oh it's good sir i've traveled all across the land I'm actually here on a mission. The mission? Yeah, it's a mission. Go on. Shut up. <laughs> 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 bring it up. <laughs> the name is Rootmore Redmane. Rootmore. You are? Oh, pardon me. I was just so enthralled. <clears throat> Shabunga Krizoa Bafam, Dad. You can call me Scarab. This is my shot. And I am an adventurer like you. Shagumagabagazangad. All right. Call me Scarab, please. Scarab. Scarab. Right, yes. Yeah, thank right. my parents for giving me such a weird name. <laughs> I'm no. sorry, you root Bert? <laughs> Rudy? <laughs> Rootmore Redmane. Yes. <laughs> Rootmore Redmane. Yes. All no. right, Root. I've uh, been traveling all over the place. I've been... Have you been to Absalom, my tiny friend? Absalom, the great city. I wish to head there soon. But I... Uh, I didn't give my spiel. I'm a merchant. A traveling merchant. Ah, me too. Do you... After my heart. Oh. But I've lost my cart. Where should oh. I start? Where should you start? I need help. We need a pee pee for that, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that pee pee. <laughs> pee pee. Those are the persistent kind. Yes. Persistent pee pee. We'll call them pesky pee pees. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I... I'm on a mission to sell great goods. To gather and sell great goods. But I've lost my... My ability to sell and... Pretty much gather. I lost my cart. 
and to find help to find the card, I had some friends and we went on a mission to get us some more notoriety and goods and they're all dead. All my friends are dead. That, that is horrible, my friend. I mostly sell meat and pork. He looks at the pig. I'll see if I'll sell this one to you. I also lost my great pig. This one, ah, he's doing okay. Uh, but I have no pork for you now. Oh. But I, I can promise you something good. If you choose to join me. Why not? It wouldn't hurt. I mean, this is kind of a side gig for me. I'm actually here for a different reason. I'm going to show you guys a picture of him, what he actually... Yeah, let me see him. What he looks like. I love him. He's beautiful. Yeah. Why does he have a hot dog? That's <laughs> what he do. Yes, he's holding a hot dog like it's a, a godsend. <laughs> he has a grill. Yes, he has a grill. That, that's what's on his back right now. You know, I was like, I was thinking, I was thinking about like you making a new character. I'm like, I don't know. I've also been playing a lot of silly characters. Maybe he'll make a serious one. I don't know why I ever thought that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, what's not serious about this guy? Have you figured you out how his, I cope with loss? His ketchup and mustard <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah, we got to put that on the Instagram. <laughs> Look how happy he is to have that hot dog. <laughs> but no, he's got that badass red axe and a badass hammer. They both look ketchup like and mustard. Ketchup and mustard, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's all red and yellow. Yep. Sure do. I don't have pork for you, but I do have a great bounty. A great wolf. I've had wolf before. It's not bad, actually. This is bigger than your normal big wolf. Perfect. With your help, we might even be able to get a large chicken. Wow. Okay. Inside of the great wolf. Oh, like a wolf chicken ducking ding. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, perfect for your holiday needs. Yes. I believe the culinary term is a wolf fucking. <laughs> no, a wolf fucking. <laughs> Whiffkin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here, just... He's gonna rummage around in his goods. I think he has... Nothing. Do you have paper? Paper! Let me see. He takes his grill off of his back and he opens up his grill. And you see he's got a bunch of cooking utensils. Uh, but no paper. Hmm. This is fine. Food vendor with no napkins. Typical. <laughs> yeah. Finger food! That's what the beard is for. I like His the kind of your jib. Really greasy. <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> Scarab throws his hands into the air in excitement. Yes, I mean this isn't exactly why I'm here, but my mission. There's really no timeline for it. I could be chasing a ghost, but yes, let's go get this wolf of yours. Stop! Hey, wait a minute. If you hear about a ghost in this town, I need you to not bother it. Ghosts outside of the town, good. Just, there's one. I hear that there's a big scary ghost in town and it needs to be left alone. Got you. So if we run on, run in, god damn it. <laughs> if we run into ghosts outside of the town, they're all good. Yes. 
Fantastic. Why do I need these weapons? He discards all of his weapons. No, wow! <laughs> Mind if I hold these? Speaking of ghosts, the two of you suddenly stop and you feel an overwhelming pressure behind you, like you're being watched. Oh, my butt! <laughs> oh, sorry! And as to. That's Twinkles! As you turn to look, you see a shocking, almost shadow-like creature standing right behind you. And what do they look like, Felicia? Um, it is a human, but question with uh, a human question mark woman, but her skin is colorless. No warmth in it at all. Uh, almost as if you're looking at something in black and white. White hair. And she's standing there wearing a large <laughs> uh, brimmed black hat dressed in all black. And all you can see under the black hat are two narrow glowing white eyes as a hand as two hands emerge from under the shadow of the brim one holding a piece of paper and one holding a quill I couldn't help but hear that you needed some paper a ghost! Oh, kill it! this is the one! kill the ghost! <laughs> I don't know this one! kill it! Rootmore draws his axe roll for initiative <laughs> wait you speak normal tongue are you a ghost? No, I am not. Just a passerby that heard um, of your trouble. Thank you, helpful specter. He reaches his hand out to grab the paper and quill. I don't even know. I can't remember why we wanted paper anyway. But oh, thank you. This is why. Sign here. <laughs> After scribbling in his in his uh, scribbling on the paper in his hand, he holds out a piece of paper with a really crude drawing of his own head as he sees it, which is more lion-like and less uh, slim, uh, lizard-like. He sees himself as very big and proud. He hands that over to you, and it's got a line underneath it for you to sign. Let me check my intelligence. Sure, I'll sign it. <laughs> I don't know what this means. It's fine. Ah, thank you. As the two of them continue going back and forth, she kind of... She towers over both of you. Um, uh, she's not that tall, but she is just kind of <laughs> just leaning over both of you and just... I couldn't help but overhear your conversation of, of needing help to find um, your things. Um... I did notice that, uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, a scarab, was it? Shabunga Krizoa Bafamdad, you can call me Scarab. Thank you. Um, and this is my conversation. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I didn't mean to intrude, I just... No intruders, only customers. Well, um... If I'm if I'm being honest with you, she kind of tilts her head down, shying away under the large brim of her hat. I don't know if I can um, emphasize how large it is. 
Um, That's a big hat. It's a big hat. Comically large wizard hat or something. <laughs> no, it's not a wizard. It's more like a sun hat, but very big. Um, <laughs> Whenever the wind blows, people's things fly away. Yeah. Is this a seedy business lady? Uh, <laughs> I... I saw you. I have seen you before. Oh. Have you seen my cart? I haven't. Um, you were at the ruins, correct? He looks down. Yes. I noticed... I noticed you there. I too was at the ruins. Um, it's an interesting place. I saw that you had companions, and I see that you have lost your companions. They're all dead. Right. All dead. Um, he smiles like, nice, good. (laughs) (laughs) But I noticed that you have room for perhaps another... I notice you speak of ruins. Yeah, we didn't get there yet. Dwarven ruins. How's that pique your interest? Uh, exactly why I'm here. You already signed the paper. You can't back out now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing! <laughs> Dwarven ruins. And there is room. I'd like to have one person on each side of me. I can do that. No I'm... offense. No, no. Looking for my long-lost cousin. You heard of Zrungar the Glintax? Um, the this pale Scarab woman freezes. presses her lips her. together <laughs> and kind of like shrinks her body. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to intrude on your conversation, but I do have more paper. If gr- I could be a part of this, quickly grabs the paper from you. And s- <laughs> scribbles something. He draws himself a little bit more handsome. Here, sign here! (laughs) She takes the paper and with like a sly smile on her face gracefully signs it. Hands it back. Monet. Monet? Rudy? We got this! I like money. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, um, uh, there are goods in store. If we find your cousin? Yes. I'm on this mission as well. The town won't do anything about it. It's up to us. It's crazy. It's like this was pre-pranned or something. Pre-pranned. (laughs) Pre-pranned. It's like I'm supposed to have friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there are at least two more players in this game. (laughs) What a coincidence. Just that. Just behind you. Zach slams through the A third, much larger person looming above all of you. Now, in Absalom, I found a book that Druengar had been writing. It was incomplete. Last I heard, he was going to this town, to a place called Drosgar's Crag. Druengar the Glintax. Just a Indiana Jones motherfucker. (laughs) This guy... Surprised you haven't heard of him. He's famous. I have been following his tale. We found the ruins. Me and my dead friends. Found the place. 
but this is where the great wolf is. Oh. Well, let's go make sausage. Let's make sausage. Yes, and he drools. It's gross. Hmm. Monet? <laughs> yes, let's go make sausage. Excellent. Yes. Thank goodness, new friends so fast. I'll forget about all my traumas very shortly. Now, I do feel the need to um, mention that it is rather late. And I don't know how much time either of you have spent uh, around the ruins, but I have noticed a few things. I've taken a few trips there myself to look at it. <laughs> Very interesting place. Yes. I have noticed it's probably best to go during the day. I'll leave it at that. Agreed. Very smart. Okay. So what now? Well, I've been staying at the duck hole. Is that what it's called? <laughs> the duck hole? That is not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the sitting duck. You just said words. <laughs> and hope they were right. The duck hole is what they call the porta potty behind the inn. Ah, that's why it's so cheap. And I smell like poo poo. <laughs> poo poo. As the sun slowly begins to lower, the rest of you decide to make your way to the sitting duck. There, you'll rest for the evening and prepare for your journey tomorrow. As you make your way through the front door, once again you are greeted by Ergen Tak, the caretaker of the inn. She greets you with a large wave as you walk in. Uh, there are several empty tables, uh, there are empty spaces at the bar, but the night is bustling as workers finish their shifts and make their way in and out and celebrate the little free time they have. Who wants an ale? Oh, I will take one. Fantastic. Monet? A wine, please. Wine. Yeah. And Redmayne goes to the bar and orders. Ergen, I found him. A great dwarf. That's the one with the shiny head. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, two ales, one wine. And in short order, two flagons and a thin-stemmed glass are produced for you. So, One, what can you tell me about this ruin that you found? Both of you, actually. You've been there as well. Skyrim. I, for one, can tell you that it's deadly. And once home to dwarves found their skeletons in a secret door. You found dead dwarves? I believe they were all dwarves. Three or four. In a prison. One wearing a dress. That doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I got. Why doesn't it make sense? If it's a place for dwarves, why would there be dwarves in prison? In cells. I question this too. There are dwarven statues outside. What did they say? Can't read it. Wait a minute. Do I still have. Let me make sure it was this game. Who, who got the info on that? I don't. Of course I don't. The guy that did it. <laughs> I don't know what it says. Who knows what it says? Uh, Give me that. What does it say? <laughs> Quickly. Speak! <laughs> You're figuring it out! <laughs> 
let me see. It's hard to read. That's the contract you signed. <laughs> you can't even read your own dwarven. Oh, give me that, Rips and <laughs> What about this one? Just this chalky one. Looks like you made some sort of relief. <laughs> Who wants sausage? As you look over the relief made, it's only two words uh, before it seems to have been broken off. So the two words you can read are all praise. All praise. Did That's it. Heard something about a... I don't know if it's a religious place, but something about Torag. That is mighty religious. Fact. <laughs> oh, oh, God? Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a religious guy. <laughs> no, that's religious. In fact, so I do <laughs> worship thy Torag you speak of. Oh, you'd find home there then. Yes. Damn it, I want to leave now. Why are we <laughs> sitting here? I don't care if it's dark. This is Torag's temple we're talking about. All that I saw in my time observing. Uh, there seemed to be wolves patrolling the area. Hence why I wasn't able to go in. I didn't get to see really anything. I was hoping to find some help. Lucky I have. But it does... Well, it appears that the wolves really only patrol at night aside from when you were there with your Yes, we were being a bit noisy, and the great wolf was sleeping, perhaps. Definitely not out and about. Was this during the day or the night that it was sleeping? This was during the day. During the day. Okay. We can wait. In it early morning. Patience is a virtue, dwarf. So, Monet... Yes. You can keep your secret secrets, but what are you doing here? I'm a merchant. I come through here. This is normal town for me. Sounds like it's about the same for Rudy. <laughs> I'm just a traveler, just like anyone else. I believe you. Wink. <laughs> That's it. Okay, don't do anything weird. You see, Rootmore, he puts a contraption on the table, and he starts stuffing meat into the contraption. <laughs> it is a sausage link maker. <laughs> you have a, what a item level is that? What I did was, they, they didn't have it in Pathfinder, so what I <laughs> oh, did... Damn was I went online and found an actual one and copied and pasted all of the, like, the description <laughs> of the item. <laughs> sausage link maker. Large capacity. This sausage stuffer can hold up to 2.2 pounds meat at a time, making it very easy and more efficient to stuff your sausages. So what I did was, because, you know, in this, in Pathfinder 2E, one copper is, like, $1. So, like, the price of it was... 20 bucks, I think. Was that two silver? Yeah, the price was 20 bucks, so I made it two silver. 
Awesome. It Detachable hurts. and washable, this sausage stuffer is very easy to clean. It can be disassembled, disassembled and cleaned with hot water. Be sure to dry it thoroughly before reassembling. And yeah. I looked at the weight of it, too. <laughs> Anything that was, like, less than 10 pounds, I made it light bulk. What are you doing? <laughs> Making sausage. Are you hungry? No. Ah, well, breakfast then. Breakfast sausage. <laughs> I also have the seasoned. Fresh sausage seasoning kit. <laughs> Uniquely blended for those who enjoy creating their own culinary delights. LEM products backwards brought with I don't need sausage. a description of your spices. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Continue. This is just what you need to transform your favorite meats into flavorful masterpieces. Craft with tantalizing brand of top-graded spices. He's drooling. <laughs> Our bratwurst seasoning is perfect for enhancing the flavor of fresh sausage. This 22 copper pieces. Wonderful work. So only take a moment. Stuff a few links. <laughs> and he just doesn't break eye contact with you guys as he's making sausage links and smiling. He's just so happy. He's in his element right now. <laughs> Tomorrow, we find the secret. Oh, one fell out. <laughs> On the ground, it's okay. Nobody saw that. Yeah, I have nothing to add. I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> what do you say? Scarab is he's super intrigued, and he's not losing eye contact with you either. Monet is not maintaining eye contact and is just looking around the tavern, sipping at her wine, wondering what the fuck she got herself into. Got yourself into a good breakfast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty fucking nice. Freaking nice. <laughs> you want me to cut that? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, that's a drop. <laughs> cut out the freaking nice part. Yeah. <laughs> a drop. A drop. Lots of bombs. My bad. Uh, Scarab would like uh, look over Monet. Does she have like any visible weapons? She does. She has a uh, short sword and a crossbow on her back. Yeah, he, he squints his eyes looking at it with an affirming nod. Aside from that, she really doesn't have much. So why why uh, the interest in this Droskar's crag? I'm doing it to help the town. For money and goods. Uh, if I can't find my cart, I'm going to have to start somewhere. Noble and gain. Not bad. Not bad. Eh, we do what we can. Definitely wouldn't run away from anything. How would it help the town? I don't know. Better question. What is wrong with the town? Oh. I just got here a night ago. A few things. There's a... There's a lumber consortium that's working their people to death. There's a sickness going around the town. Yeah, no one knows what causes it. Doesn't seem huh. deadly, making people tired and weird, irritable. I don't have it. 
How long has this been going on? Is there not a cure? Few weeks. There might be a cure, and I might have the ingredients for it in my bag. We'll go talk what? to somebody about that tomorrow. Oh, okay. These mushrooms. He pulls one out. Those look delicious. He reaches to go. <laughs> yeah, here you guys like this stuff. <laughs> this is for someone else. Uh, can I have just one? Uh, no. <laughs> I need exactly this many. Okay, well, you're going to have to show me where you found those. Oh. That's where we're going. Imagine <laughs> chopping those up, putting it in the sausage. He does a weird finger motion. Oh, God, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'd be delicious, though. I haven't had a sausage before, so it could be gross. I'm grilling one of these for you right now. You've never had a sausage. I'm going to eat a sausage. All right. Yeah. He goes over to the hearth, and he pulls out... Something else that he has. Let me see. What is it called exactly? Steel kebab skewers. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sharp, flat tip skewers. Kebab skewers are designed to be flat in order to keep your food moving while being grilled. With this old but useful technique, your barbecue grill will barbecue your food on all sides. I'll stop reading. <laughs> Here's a bunch of descriptions of this shit. It's literally <laughs> just a metal poker. <laughs> I love it. Somebody needs to see this. There's a guy on a stool sitting by the hearth, and as you walk up, you just shove him out of the way and sit down on his stool and begin roasting the sausage. <laughs> I I do not know how to react to this man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Look, Monet, I see, I see that you're a bit wary. We haven't seen him fight yet. Monet's sitting at the table. He's going to die in his first head combat. Head in hand. I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> Just like rubbing away at her eyebrows furiously. <laughs> this guy's a hoot. But no, first thing tomorrow, we need to go to Roots and Remedies and speak to the cleric there. Give her the mushrooms, she cures the town, I get my cart back. Then you guys can go away. If you so choose. So, have you been here before? <laughs> no, it's my first time. Pretty shitty. <laughs> Pretty bad town. There are... Due to the... the... Quite. <laughs> Due to the Creed family. The lead back. <laughs> Look, I really don't care about what or who is happening in town. I just want to move forward. Yes, I'm, I'm interested to see what we may find in that temple or whatever it is. Did you find anything? Just possible paths. It's not very promising. I still have a strange hunch that the wolf, the wolf we met, it's different. Have you seen it? A no. great warg. No, I, ha I haven't seen anything inside. Strong magic. We'll have to be very careful. We shall see. It's done. 
<laughs> These are dishwasher safe. He hands you a skewer of sausage. And I guess I'll roll a crafting check to see if it's any good. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'm dying to know. Level one. 21. Scarab, you've never tasted a sausage before, but it is delicious. As you bite into it, there's a delightful snap. Oh, God, yeah. And a flow of meaty juices goes into your mouth. Oh, I figured they'd shoot out the sides of his mouth because he doesn't have lips. Mm. Holy crap! Right? This is fantastic! Imagine this with a side of eggs. No, no, no. Do you sell these yourself? Yes. All right, all right. We'll talk later. But we need to move these suckers. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down, I'm down. <laughs> that's, that's good, that's good. Let's go kill some wolves. We just gotta work on some branding and perhaps <laughs> a factory. You ever just, like, have a realization? When you just realize that this campaign's gonna become all, all about hot dogs? You ever just get it? Do you I ever just get that so. moment where you where you just where you just realize that it's just gonna be all about hot dogs? Felicia, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's all my perception checks are gonna be. Are there any hot dogs? <laughs> and, then, and then and then you just sit there and you think, and it's like, why did you make the character that you did? Not you, me. Why did I make the character that I did? Why didn't I make just a... Why didn't I make a doll, Matt? <laughs> why didn't I make a puppet? Yeah. A puppet? You're going to make a puppet? I was going to make a poppet. A poppet. Mm. They're just little... Yeah, you were talking about that. Little doll people. Like a doll. I mean, th this is social time, goofy time. You don't know if this guy's serious. He's relaxed right now. So we'll see. You don't even know if he's sober. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll a crafting check. Could be a goofy hot dog filled time or could get serious. We have no idea. I don't even know. Yeah. Scarab's just gonna munch on this dog. And uh he's ready he's ready for tomorrow. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. What's the uh sleeping arrangements? Y'all each get in a room, sharing a room, sleeping outside. Scarab will sleep outside. Rudy's in the uh, the porta potty out back, so that's taken care of. He knows better now. <laughs> he's, he's taking a room. How much is a room? Also, I know you named him, but we're all just gonna call him Rudy now. That's <laughs> totally too fine. <laughs> I I'm sorry, but I don't even remember what his real name is. Rootmore. Rootmore Redmayne. Yeah, Rudy. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy, not to be confused with Rudy's barbecue. <laughs> Perchance, what fortune? <laughs> I hope your end goal is to start Rudy's barbecue, but it's called R O O T Y S. <laughs> and it is now. You <laughs> <laughs> just sell sausage. Yeah. How how much is a room? If you want a room with a bed for one, or rather, if you want to rent from the floor space, i.e. the open sleeping area that's like a hostel, that on its own is three copper pieces. If you want a bed for one in that room, that adds an additional silver. If you want a private room, you're looking at eight silver. And if you want an extravagant suite for six, that's ten gold pieces. 
No, just the, the cheap one. There's a private room for two. Silver? Private room for two is eight silver. Oh. If you want a lodging as a bed for one, that's one silver. And three copper. No, sorry, just one silver. Yeah, she'll do that. Yeah, private room. One silver. Nope, private room is not. Eight if you're silver? getting yeah, if okay. you're doing uh just getting a bed, it's kind of like a communal sleeping area where there's just a bunch of like a bunk. Nah, gross. Yeah. I want my own private room. She'll just get a bed. Okay, private room for two is eight silver pieces, and that is the type of room they have. Alright, take it. So you have Actually she doesn't even need a bed. Is she's got a she's got a bedroom. If you just want floor space, it's three silver or three copper. Is anyone touching my shit while I sleep? So Rootmore's got a room with an extra bed. I mean, conceivably, if you're going to sleep on the floor with your bedroll, you probably could pitch in for the room for two, the three all, and I'll take the same room. Or you could let him dump the eight silver and just have two beds that he can push together, I guess. <laughs> sleep on it sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she'll, just, she'll just take her spot. <laughs> just pay, She'll just pay for her spot. <laughs> okay. What about for you, uh, Scarab? Outside. Outside. Behind a building somewhere. May God have mercy on your soul. Oh, and for your drinks, it was a copper piece each. You got you got those, right? Yes. Hell yes, he yeah. paid for them. <laughs> As the three of you bed down for the night, you each in turn think on everything that's brought you to this moment thus far. Whether to please your family wishes to strike out on your own, to seek glory, to seek peace, to find new goods, to recover lost wagons, to find old family, rediscover a people's treasure. You can't help but think of all you've overcome and all you have yet to overcome, but you feel something welling deep inside you. Is it excitement? And as you drift to sleep, the last lingering thoughts before you slip into unconsciousness bolster you to a new day, and you all level up. Yippee! Hell yeah! Does Carnal level up? He leveled down. Oh shit! Six feet. <laughs> six feet. <laughs> oh, minus six levels. Oh. Scarab, as you awake. It's not due to the timely rise of the morning sun. You feel a rustling, maybe around your cloak or around the waist of your armor, but you feel something lightly tug at you. And as you open your eyes, you see a beggar attempting to rob you in your sleep. But he realizes you've awoken and before he can run, you hear a exceptionally loud squealing noise as a large boar, or I guess a medium-sized boar, oh. slams into him, sending him sprawling down the street as he drops your possessions back at your feet. Before you is Pig, but he's... Big? Big. What? <laughs> pig. Big Pig. <laughs> 
Big pig? Big pig! When did this happen? He looks at himself. He flexes his arms a little bit. I'm feeling pretty good. You feel pretty good, pig? Oink, oink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Hmm. Hmm. He's gonna, yeah, grab at pig's scruff and head head towards the tavern. <laughs> oh, I got a big pig. Big pig. <laughs> oh, medium-sized pig. Probably regular-sized pig. Big pig. <laughs> big pig. I'm just a small guy, though. Ooh. <laughs> Monet, as you were sleeping, you find yourself in a memory-like dream. One of those days scouting the monastery. Don't exactly remember what day it is. Just that it was sometime in the past, and there you are, slinking in the shadows of the overgrowth, watching the clearing before you, watching to see movement. Nothing. Quiet as it's been for weeks now. You recall for a moment that this is a point in time before you even began to see the wolves. Just periods of calm days of an ancient ruin laying in waste. And as you sit there, watching, admiring the day, you feel it. A sudden bone shaking. As something pushes like an invisible force, pushing away the brush, the grass, moving everything away from the monastery itself. It almost knocks you to your feet. And you awake. Huh? <laughs> you keep making faces at me. What? So it was like a force? Like a mm -hmm. force push? Yeah. In real life? In my dream? It was a dream of a memory. <clears throat> Sitting up now, thinking about it, the weeks that you've spent watching, waiting for an opportune time to explore, you remembered one of your earliest forays out there, watching as you had for days, before the wolves came, before you saw any other activity. You recall that was a day where something strange happened. Where you remember, at some point, a large surge of energy that pulsed, seemingly from somewhere within the monastery. Hmm. Okay. Weird. Let's go! Uh, Scarab would like to go to the dang lady to give her her dang mushrooms. I'm sorry, you'll have to be more specific. Let me have just three of them. <laughs> Please. <No. laughs> said it yesterday. I said it last <laughs> night. We're going to Roots and Remedies. Yeah. I know you did. I was being a dick. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. You push your way into Roots and Remedies, and there again you see Laurel Gebri. Hi, hello, welcome. Ah, welcome back. Yes, yes, niceties and all of that. Here are your mushrooms. Uh, let me see. She puts them out on the counter and inspects them, and she's looking over each. She's like, wonderful, good coloring. Wow, fantastically fresh. You must have just retrieved these. Thank you. Died for them. My friends did. But your friends are standing right here. I don't understand. Hmm. Oh, you are different, aren't you? <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> Hello. You're shorter, and you're more feminine. 
<laughs> thank you. All the same, sorry about your friends, but thank you for your gracious <laughs> mushrooms. Now, I do believe I promised you a reward, an alchemical solution of your choice. No poisons, I'm afraid. We don't want to cause any harm here. But, please, feel free to select. As a reward for your quest, you are allowed to choose a uh, alchemical item up to third level. Oh. One for each of you. So please feel free to look and choose an alchemical item of third level or lower, just no poisons. The three of you split up among the aisles and begin searching for alchemical items to use as your reward. Anything that catches your eye or draws your interest. One by one, you each find something unique to your tastes. What did you find, Monet? Um, Monet found a metal mist sphere. This sphere contains small fragments of thunderstones within a colloidal suspension of precious metal. When you twist the sphere, it creates an opaque mist and a burst centered on one corner of your space. Creatures within that area are concealed and all other creatures are concealed to them. Any creature with a weakness to the precious uh, metal that starts in the turn sorry starts its turn in the mist takes damage equal to its weakness the mist lasts for one minute or until dispersed by a, a strong wind most metal mist spheres are filled with silver or cold iron more expensive versions contain other ingredients that might exist or that conta containing other ingredients might exist golly and which does yours contain silver or cold iron i think silver as you hold the strange sphere in your hand, you can't help but wonder what something from the Pathfinder Society would have done making its way all the way out here. You've read about these before, though, in a library long ago far away, but you can't help but think that having something found like this in such a place must surely be a sign to take it. Scarab, what did you find? Yeah, Scarab walks up next to Monet. Ah, bomb! Me too! He holds his hand up, and he's got this strange uh, glass vial that just has, like, razor blades, a screwdriver, duct tape wrapped around it, nails, bits. He picked up a junk bomb. Volatile-looking bomb that's going to do some damage. Oh, yeah. We'll get there when I throw it. Uh, Rootmore kind of shuffles off to the back to the snack section. <laughs> he's... Feeling around, but mostly using his nose. It's the tiny mini fridge up front. Yeah. It's where they get yeah. the, the alchemical yeah. chocolates and the novelty goods. He finds a, a charcuterie board that's shrink-wrapped with, like, <laughs> meats and cheeses already sliced, just shrink-wrapped. And what this is, it's called Diplomat's Charcuterie. Let's see, let me find stuff. It's full of meats, cheeses, nuts, and fruits, and other finger foods mixed with reagents. To engender, f engender. Never heard of that word. Mixed with reagents to engender friendly feelings between those consuming them. <laughs> so he he uses. <laughs> it's for diplomacy. <laughs> Activating the charcuterie by eating it, you gain a plus one item bonus to diplomacy checks to make an impression and perception checks to sense motive. The bonuses just, last 24 hours. He's just going to open it and start eating. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 
wow, this is worth $900. It's nine gold. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. It's shrink-wrapped. I'm glad it's free, because I would never buy this. <laughs> nine gold. <laughs> As each of you share the treasures that you found, you notice that the shopkeep has moved to the back and is already hard at work forming some kind of alchemical concoction quickly putting to use the iron blue mushrooms you procured for her. All set? Everything oh. good? Thank you for coming. Thank you for grabbing the mushrooms. I'll have this fix done in no time, and I'll have everyone back in tip-top shape. Don't you worry. And if I need anything else, I'll be sure to find you. Thank you, each of you. And I'm sorry for your friends. Fantastic! Yeah, well, uh, I would like to sense motive. Sure. Bonus 11. If there's one thing you've learned in your uh, pursuit of culinary delights, it's to never trust a strange woman over a cauldron. And she kind of gives you an uneasy feeling. Shit. So, what are you making there? Well, I'm trying to cure whatever it is that's ailing the town right now. All I can do, unfortunately, is treat the symptoms, but if I take these alchemical reagents and I break them down to their core forms, combine them with a few others, you get some really unique effects that help dampen a lot of the symptoms that we've been seeing over the past couple weeks. You know, the typical tired, drowsy, uh, achy body, flu symptoms. We don't really have a precise illness. It's very strange. So we're just trying to peg it down and keep everybody in health as best we can. When will you be done with this? Oh, probably tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. I would like a sample when you're done. Are you feeling ill? No. Just like a sample. I think it's only fair since we brought this to you. I mean, if you insist, by all means. Tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll be open. See you then. All right. Uh, I don't trust her. Me neither. Who's going to help you? Uh... <laughs> Just still in front of her. <laughs> Get the, the hand up on the wrong side of the face. Yeah. I don't trust her. <laughs> this one stares her in the eyes. <laughs> I think she's rather pleasant. <laughs> How are you going to distribute the uh, cure? Well, it won't be distributed. It'll be here for anyone who needs it. Anyone who comes by exhibiting one of the symptoms as to this weird illness that popped up over the last couple weeks, I'll offer them one of the concoctions made from these mushrooms. If the symptoms fit, of course. If someone comes in with a broken leg and an achy tooth, I'm not going to be offering this. Okay. Well, mm. have a nice day! Scarab's going to go outside. Still stirring. So nice. <laughs> yes. Outside it is. Outside it is. <laughs> Going outside. Your pig is bigger. Yeah, it just sprouted up like this. Oh, you have a pig. Stop looking at it like that. Sorry. <laughs> Wipes his mouth. <laughs> your, your mustache is getting drippy, sir. Please back away from my pig. Misty mouth hairs. Sure is hot outside. Sure is ham today. I mean... <laughs> He's taking off his shirt. Anybody else sweat? I'm sweating like a... 
like a pig. <laughs> okay, so we go outside and I assume follow Scarab's lead. Yeah, uh, would you guys like to do anything in town before we head back up? Oh, I'm, I'm itching to see this place you found. Right then, uh, Scarab is gonna put a hand on Pig and uh, attempt to hop up onto him. Wait, let's go to the brothel. Just kidding. I mean, we can. <laughs> I'm in no rush to die. Nah, lead the way. I've been anxious. We're gonna die. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the scarab's gonna jump on, uh, jump on his pig. Wow. Do you want me to do any rolls, Cody? I don't have the ride feet yet, but it looks like that's just a. If it's an animal companion, you don't need it. Yeah, I. The reason, pig grew is because I have taken cavalier de- dedication. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Rootmore draws his big ass hammer, and he holds his grill in his other hand. Yes. Yes. Alright, so you guys make your way out of town. Travel back. Uh, scared before long, you find yourself in the same place that you and Jacques left the day prior, on the edge of the forest, looking in. After a moment's pause, put your head down and push forward. And after only a few hours, you find yourself on the edge of the clearing once again outside the monastery. Scarab throws his hood up and ducks down on, on Pig's back a little bit. Monet. Yes? Do you know a safer way in here? I'm, I'm sorry, don't. That's beautiful. Yeah. I would suggest keeping your voice down, though. There are wolves and skeletons. Oh, okay. And bats. And spiders. Where where did your friends die? He points way off into the back corner at a well. But he's not pointing at the well. He's pointing past the well. Back there. I'm sorry to hear. Were you able to retrieve them? Not yet. Well, I'll help you with it. For Jacques. For Jacques. Minus three stealth. <laughs> Worse than corn cobs. Dinner's ready. For the podcast, I'm raising my voice because talking like this is really shitty. It's shitty. I'd rather be loud and make it quieter. That's easier mm-hmm. when you talk like this. It, it's ruined. I have to delete it. I literally have deleted so much like whispering just because it's unusable. Good. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 not this bit again. No, not this bit. (laughs) It's all getting deleted. You guys will never (laughs) hear this because it's going to be deleted. (laughs) Um, man, I am so curious about the well. I kind of want to jump down the well. (laughs) You have full control over your pond. Yeah. I'm not looking at that. I'm not looking at that. So how do you want to approach this? 
I kind of want to just go in there. This is... I've been waiting for this. I'll follow your lead. Man, this guy's confident. Which way did you enter, Scarab? Up north, there's a broken wall. Leads into the building. Further down the hall, that's where the great wolf is. Wait, over here, statues. Oh yeah, there's plenty of stuff that I wasn't able to read. Yeah, Root Moore goes to the two statues, the one that's crumbled, the one that's still kind of standing, and looks at him. Uh, the one that is crumbled is illegible, but the one that is still standing you immediately recognize from the relief that says, In Dwarven, all praise. The rest seems to have been smashed. Torag. This does not belong to the wolves. I doubt the wolves know what this is. You're probably right, but regardless, moving in. Can Scarab look down the well? Sure. Oh, also, uh, hunt, hunt prey on Big Wolf. Okay. Do you have a dark vision? Yes. Okay. Staring down into the blackness of the well, you see the shimmering at the bottom of water. Uh, there is a rope there with a bucket. It is tied, rather than to the uh, traditional crank, it is just tied off to the side with a heavy rock that you see by your feet. Gosh, maybe not. I really want to go down there. I don't want to be alone. What about this? Rootmore produces a rope and grappling hook. Could you assist me? Yeah. Yeah, we'll just tie this grappling hook if you... Really want to go down there? Perhaps. I do know that the wolf came from below. So I was curious if there's perhaps another way in. Catch him by surprise. Yeah. Do, uh, do we see anything through this way or is it like a closed door? There's a double door set up in which one of them appears to be broken partially off of its hinges. It hangs ajar. But from where you're standing, no, you can't see within. Yeah, if you want to, I'll affix this rope. Yeah, let's do it. Alright. Tie it to me tight. Uh, what's around that he can tie the, uh, the grappling hook to? Well, there's a heavy rock by your feet. Mm-hmm. That has another rope tied to it, presumably to the bucket. Okay. So he'll tie the rope to that heavy rock as well. Don't trust this rope, it's too old. Yeah, tie that rope to me and I'll use the other one to climb down. 50 feet of rope. Bloop. Dropped into the well. Tied first, of course. <laughs> Not just... Throw my rope into the well. <laughs> <laughs> and I want the other end tied to me, so if I go tugging, you can pull it. Yes. Remember that episode on Walking Dead where Glenn gets lowered down into the well? <laughs> yeah. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Monet holds the rope taut, letting it, letting little bits go as he's going down. Okay. Same. Uh, they lower you deeper and deeper, and it becomes darker and darker until you reach the bottom. Uh, the water is below you, and the bucket bobs as you begin to slosh into the water. That's a very small well. It's probably less than 10 feet across. Uh, 
but you are now dangling just barely in this water. Can I tell how deep the water is? You want to keep going down and see what you can see? Maybe. Like, what's what's in my vision right now? What can I see? If you want me to roll forward, I... Just stone walls all around you that form up the sides of the well and uh, the bucket itself bobbing in the water. Yeah, I'd kind of like to put my hand on, head under the water. Put, I want to put my head in the water. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I want, Gross. I want to do that. Okay. So you <laughs> put your head underwater, and what you notice immediately is uh, there is a slight stinging sensation you feel in your eyes. Ew. Okay. I'm take my head out of the water. <laughs> As you Salty. pull your head back up and you gasp for air, a bit of the water does make its way into your mouth, and you can tell it is, it's brackish water. So it is mostly fresh water that has been contaminated by seawater from somewhere. So likely wherever the freshwater source was meets out near the sea. Smells awful, awful, awful. <laughs> Did you say drop? No. <laughs> 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 Don't Just even drop. worry about it. Monet's still holding strong. <laughs> yeah. Nothing of interest? Mm. No, you're just in the bottom of a dark well. You would assume from uh, what you had seen last time you were here, there were a lot of footprints outside. You assume that if the kobolds are coming through here, they're probably using this as their water source. If only I had an alchemical poison. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's poisoned the water hole. Hands are getting tired. Pull me up! Okay. Up you come, up mm-hmm. you come. The two of you go ahead and roll me an athletics check. Uh oh. Five? Pretty good. 24. Oh, good. Very good. <laughs> you assist him on five. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing him to a six. Solid. It passes. Okay. <laughs> No, there's a bit more difficulty in lifting him up than you would have thought from his size, but in no time at all, you hoist him back up. Easy! Sweat dripping from your brow profusely. (laughs) Piece of cake! (gasps) (gasps) No, no, seems to just be a well. A well used by the kobolds of these parts. Well, well, well. If anyone has a poison, I'd be happy to throw it down there. Nope. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. Just another clan allowed to walk another day. Anyway. Redmore walks to the north, to the door uh, that leads to the hallway. Maybe we should check this door. To be honest, I haven't been over here. This other door. That's a roll off. <laughs> hmm. Did you okay. just ping yourself? I didn't mean to. <laughs> right here. This is where we're going, guys. Wait, why is it a roll-off? No, I was just kidding. Cause it's you not were going actually a roll-off. <laughs> Two people are going one way. Making him on sad. All right. Let's split the party. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go get eaten again. <laughs> Based on well, your armor. Well, well, well. <laughs> Back <idiot>. again. <laughs> After that. I knew you'd be back. <laughs> ah! 
I'll let you go first. <laughs> ah, ladies first. Oh, wait, Emma, I got you right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's like Popcorn never left. Yes, let's see. Just throws the door open. The door loose on its hinge bangs loudly against the stone wall. But you find yourself in a small, dark hall, littered with what looks like years of dead leaves, just kind of swirled around on the floor. Uh, There's a narrow path ahead of you that winds inside. By Torak, what have I done to you? So filthy in here. To the south, you see a single door and there's one opposite on the northern wall. West of you is another set of double doors in a similar shape, in broken disrepair, hanging off their hinges. Perhaps this one we don't throw in. Ah, did I throw the other one in? I wasn't sure. You weren't sure with the banging against the wall? Ah, sorry, I don't like to screw around. Oh, you're doing great. This is a house of my people. I've been waiting months to see this. The clamor was echoing off the walls. Ah. Remember before we came here, I mentioned wolves? Yes. And he mentioned his friend died. His friends died. They're both dead. The most dangerous wolf is coming across one while it's sleeping. What? (laughs) It is. You ever scare a dog while it's sleeping? They attack immediately. It's better to know that they know we're here. Trust me, I have survival skills. (laughs) As long as you're going first, we're in good hands. Yeah, you know what? I'll just wait out here while you open the next door. (laughs) Brace those contract ripping hands. (laughs) Which way are you going? Scarab, tell me which way. You've been here. I haven't been here. This is new to all of us. Ah. <laughs> okay, well. If you look at the map, there's black. <laughs> just a black fog of war in front of all of us. Here, here, I'm just erasing everything as I go. Erase the black and the room shows up. Right, well. Let's Gently. check this door. Do a plus 10 check for traps. You don't detect any traps. However, when you turn the knob, indicating the door is not locked, it does not budge. Ah. (laughs) This one's locked. (laughs) 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 Try the door to Uh, the left of that one. Monet, are you okay out there? You kind of (laughs) shrieked. Uh, Is there a wolf? I'm just waiting. Should I force it open? I wonder if she's a rooster too. <laughs> go, go ahead. I'm gonna force it open. I'll force it. Go for it. Uh, athletics, correct? Yep. Ah, uh, that's a plus one. <laughs> Your athletics is a plus one. He's pudgy. He's not. Oh he doesn't have muscles. God. He's pudgy. Well. Athletics is plus three, but since I don't have a crowbar, it's minus two. Mm-hmm. So just so, let Monet do it. She has a plus six to her athletics. Oh, you, no, it's too late. 
Well, you don't have your DeWalt crowbar on you? Uh, 11. To force open the door. Uh, as you stand back to show him who's boss, you lean a hefty shoulder into the door and give it a heave, and the door doesn't budge. <laughs> well, this is impossible. <laughs> Let's try the other Monet. door. Monet will walk up and place a hand on his shoulder. Oh, oh okay. You're so quiet. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll step out of the way. Uh, Monet will press her shoulder against the door and give it a quick pop. Athletics minus two. Natural. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're gonna blow it. <laughs> I told you. It's impossible. As you repeat the same motion and shoulder into the door, you hear a loud pop. However, it doesn't come from the door. And the door doesn't move. Ah. Uh. It is impossible. That's my bad shoulder. It's okay. I understand. If the door doesn't open for me, it doesn't open for anyone. Let's try the south door. Well, something that I'm noticing about that door you're trying to open is that there are two other doors on either side of it. Cody, I thought Cody said there was only one door. I wasn't listening. Are there two other doors? There's this one... This one, and then the double doors, right? So what are these yeah. things? What's 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 that? Probably a hallway. What's in there? <laughs> what's right here? Just then. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, so is this also a hallway? Yep. As you peer around the corner, for each of these. Further <laughs> in, there's a hallway to the north and the south. Yeah. Because this, if this is true. And this is just a tiny room behind this one door. We have to get in it. Agreed, but like I said, it's impossible. Let me give it another go. <laughs> give, let me give it another go. Go for it. Don't embarrass yourself. It's okay. Shut up, small man. Hey, I'm medium sized. <laughs> Which I'm surprised. Dwarves are medium medium sized. What are you? What'd you, what you get? Natural 20. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Natural <Jesus>. 20. <laughs> Yes, finally! Yes! <laughs> she runs up and, like, grabs at the hinges of the door and just, kick, just pulls it out. Yeah, you rip the door off its hinges. And uh, as you do, a old chair propped underneath the handle from within clatters to the floor. Ooh, tell me about the skeleton behind it. Well, it's funny you say that. you open this door and he drops his hammer with his mouth open, <laughs> just like... <laughs> By the gods! A miracle! Yes! Oh. I knew it wasn't impossible. Wow! Nothing's You're impossible. You're amazing at this! I've never seen anything like it. Let me pick my hammer back up before Cody starts combat. <laughs> just then. <laughs> Cody shows up. <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Just so you know, <laughs> I've got a gun. Uh, so the room before you uh, can only be described as what appeared to be some sort of waiting room. Chairs seem to uh, line the side walls in this room, but that's not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is right in the middle of the room appears to be the pseudo-mummified remains of a long-dead dwarf in the center. 
What's in there? What? A dead dwarf. What is that? He pushes past everyone. He starts crying. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've seen this movie. <laughs> can can Monet do? Uh, 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 you were saying? No. <laughs> wait, is wait, tech magic is that? Who is it? Do you know him? Never mind. That's a that's a spell, right? It's magic. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys going in there? Or? Yes. Okay. Uh. Rootmore, as you approach, you recognize in the uh, long decayed, emaciated remains. Uh, he appears to have been dressed in blacksmith's garb. You also notice uh. in one of his hands, both of which are kind of uh, limp at his sides, one hand is clutching a uh, now shattered glass vial, and the other is holding a roll of parchment. Oh. Oh, now. Uh, inspect everything. Uh, roll of parchment. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you, you, you unscroll the parchment. The writing seems to disappear as your tears fall all over the page. <laughs> you have to be very careful as you try to remove this by now long ancient parchment. Uh, you can see that it's been weathered by time. Obviously, this is not like a climate controlled room. And so you have to gently pry it from this corpse's hands. However, its fingers do not move as, you know, rigor mortis and decay and all that have kept them in place. Uh, Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand. Is that thievery? Oof. Is it too late to back out of this one? Yep. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, three. Okay. That's a Uh, minus three thievery. With a sickening crack, you break away the skeletal remains fingers one by one before the scroll rolls free. Almost got it. And now you have the scroll. As you unfurl it, written in Dwarven is a rather hastily written note that reads, Forgive me, true father of the forge. For my toils were not enough. No. Forgive me, true father of the forge, for my toils were not enough. Is it signed by anyone? No signature. Yeah, would I recognize anything that he's wearing or that he's got as possibly our quarry? There's the broken vial we didn't check. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Nobody cries weird in this party. <laughs> uh, Scarab, look at him over as well. The. Why are you crying? 
<laughs> Monet, you did a great job back there. Monet, you cry with <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> dude. Me too. <laughs> Anybody looking over the body, give me a perception check. <laughs> Ooh, natural 20. What do you think about a 9? It's a 30 total. A 30, wow. You got me 24. Monet, looking over the body, you notice that uh, though its face has been worn away, obviously by time, and the skin tight and weathered and dried and taut, the face almost appears twisted into a, a look of uh, abject pain. Uh, judging by the glass vial, you assume that maybe he must have been vibed a bunch of poison. Yeah. He's making it hard on his editing later. Oh, I know. She said, talk. Just keep uh, laughing. Uh, loopy, everybody's loopy. Okay. No, yeah, everybody. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes. Scarab, you notice around his belt is a. Uh, what appears to be a low-quality silver clan dagger, and it has a religious symbol on the pommel. Ooh, I don't touch this kind of stuff. No, you don't. And he kind of gently pushes you out of the way. <laughs> kind of <laughs> gently shoves you to the ground. <laughs> Rootmore pulls out the clan dagger and pulls out his own clan dagger and holds them to compare, because he actually has one. Look, look. Look, look at it. Look, 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 look. He's a hot dog. He's showing us, look at it, look. Look, is it a hot dog? Oh, wait, sorry, that's a hot dog. <laughs> Didn't mean to pull out the Rumor, sausage. as you are pulling away to examine the dagger, you hear a uh, small clinking sound coming from the edges of the blacksmith's apron. Oh! And oh. before turning to inspect the dagger, you find two platinum pieces oh. sewn oh. into the banding. Oh, galore. This is Torag's money. Yeah, better donate it. You don't need to give it to him, right? We finders keepers. Yes, yes, finders keepers. You're correct. As for the dagger itself, you notice the symbol is not the symbol of Torag. It is a different symbol altogether. Mm. You could roll me a religion check if you'd like. Yes, please. Let me look at that, too, untrained. I'll also help. For what? Religion? Religion. 24. 12. 18 to, uh, I guess since I'm untrained, I'll just help him out. Okay, so 25 total. Uh, this is the symbol of Droskar. Droskar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Droskar, yes. Crucible is, uh, here. Yes. This is what I've been looking for. Because you critically succeeded, let me give you some info <gasps> on Droskar. Uh... Dead. Droskar? No, he's fine. Oh, God! You know Droskar to be a member of the Dwarven Pantheon and the patron deity of the Dwerger. Uh, he believes that sufficient toil leads to eventual success and that those who fail simply were not trying hard enough. In the pursuit of his goal, 
Droskar believes that one should be free to do whatever is necessary to accomplish that goal, even if it includes lying, cheating, exploiting others, or even worse, committing crimes. Droskar is a bit of a hard ass. <laughs> Not quite a fan, but would like to find what is going on here. Hey man, I understand. Dwarves? I mean, as a kobold. Little guy's gotta do what a little guy's gotta do, right? I'm medium-sized. Smaller than that? You seem quite <laughs> sensitive about the matter. He turns away. <laughs> <laughs> Points proven and all and such. Is this room trapped? Uh, Scarab wants to look at the ceiling to make sure it's not slowly closing in on it. No, we just... no, no, no. It's closing very quickly. <laughs> the uh, unholy symbol on the clan dagger is that of an arch with a fire burning beneath it. Uh, Interesting. Like an oven? Or a hearth? Or a door that's on fire? Or an arch with a fire under it. Because that's what I fucking said. Hey, calm down, all right? Calm <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Just kidding. All right? What's in the other room? Hey, calm down. Which one? Oh, that's a McDonald's drive through <laughs> yeah, what can I get for uh, small doors? She wants to do a. She wants to look at it to make sure that it doesn't have any big booms on it. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> she wants to check up for traps. Okay, yeah, go for it. And while she's checking for traps, Scarab's gonna be listening in on the door. Scarab's gonna open the door. That is. That's a twenty-three. No traps. Uh, what about a twenty-eight for any sounds? From beyond the door. You don't hear anything. Okay. okay. You're fairly confident there's nothing moving on the other side of the door. She, she tests the, the handle. And it is unlocked. Okay, she open the door. Gently. Slowly. <laughs> I'm going to take 20 on that door. Did you see that dwarf? Sorry, did <laughs> you hear that dwarf? What dwarf? He looks up from looking at the... At the clan dagger, Droskar's clan dagger. Not, didn't even know you left. <laughs> <laughs> this, this means a lot to me. I'm, when we're done here, I want to pull the body out and bury it. Okay, but don't forget to pick up all the fingers you broke off. Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Only the utmost care. <laughs> I'll show you where the other bodies are so you can fun have fun with that too, yeah. What's in the room? Uh, it looks like a small cloak room, actually. Uh, the small chamber must have been used to store traveling cloaks, coats, hats to visitors to the monastery, but now only a few moth-eaten rags hang on the pegs with a single soiled hat resting on a table. Sorry, what kind of hat? Oh, like a small short-brimmed hat. Hmm. She hates short rooms. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not a hat, silly. That's a diaper. <laughs> What's it doing on this table? Uh, to look around for stuff, I guess. Sure. Perception check. 19. As you look through the uh, hanging rags, uh, you do notice in the corner of the room there's a small iron blue mushroom growing out of the wall. 
Did we? Yeah, we got all the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, root tea. Yes. I found a mushroom. <gasps> oh, he scurries into the room. <laughs> Pushes her to the side. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> he throws her to the ground. <laughs> oh. Quite rough. <laughs> yeah, Rootmore lunges for the mushroom. Yeah. It's mine! <laughs> you can't have it! Get back, bitch! Foul bitch! <laughs> oh, what kind of mushroom is this? Is this the same? I figured you'd know since you seemed so excited about the last one. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's the one. Yes. Uh, I think I'm rolling a crafting, right? Uh, nature. Nature. Thank God. Uh, 15. Yeah, it's an iron blue mushroom. Oh, fantastic. Stuffs it into his bag. Grabs it, turns to a mush. And as you jostle that mushroom-shaped thing into your pants next to the other mushroom-shaped thing, (laughs) we we end our story for the day. Oh. Oh, wow. Can I do one... Yeah, we can undo that. I don't want to end on what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I really liked what you did on the outro there, but... One suggestion. Uh, It fucking sucked. (laughs) One more time. I'm sorry. Just before I forget, uh, I wanted... Maybe this is stupid. I want to check that hat and see if there's anything inside of it, like on the brim. Uh, You know, sometimes people have tags. I don't know. You never know with games like mm. this. Okay. Yeah, as you uh, go to examine the hat. Perhaps a, a nice little pouch. Playing card, maybe. Feather. A gun. <laughs> Is it a gun, Cody? <laughs> Don't mean it's a gun. <laughs> no. Uh, the lone hat sitting on the table uh, there is a chair pulled out from the side of it that has a also tattered jacket Uh, both the hat and jacket are in terrible shape at this point but nowhere near the decimated rags that hang from the shelves behind them as you lift the hat to examine it for anything in particular you do see a small tag in line in the rim on the name Druengar And that's it for today. Ooh! Ooh! The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The Cursed Caravan. The Cursed Caravan. The Cursed Caravan theme music and the beat you're hearing now is written by our very own Matthew. We would like to thank Michael Gelfie <laughs> Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and the ambiance. You can find out more at michaelgelfie.com. Thank you, Michael Gelfie. Thank you, Michael Gelfie. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Leave us a comment, rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice. Please, please help us. Get the word out. Tell your friends and family, enemies, doesn't matter. Tell them, you know, subscribe, all that stuff. Show the world. Show them all. We know that a lot of you guys are 
catching up, you're not actually at this point. There are a select few that I see. You guys are right on top of it. Just listening every week, and that's awesome. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you. Thanks. Also, if you have questions, email us at thecursedcaravan at gmail.com, and we can answer you on the podcast. Even with the comments, you can leave a question on a comment. We'll answer you on the podcast. Or you can also just come to Emma's house. No, don't. No, I'm busy. <laughs> Am I? Uh, can you edit that one out, Iman? No. Yeah, maybe. All of our contact information is in the description. Thank you for being a traveler on the Cursed Caravan. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Go play Sands of Aura. Download it. Play yeah, Sands of Aura. Bye everyone. Bye bye. Bye. I got eight bags of chips. I got a meat and cheese tray, and I got you salsa ever, and guacamole. You ever put chips like in a hot dog? That's I've done it before. It's really good. I've done it on a hamburger. Mm-hmm. So imagine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm stuck, and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your post credits. <laughs> I'm stuck. Good sound. <laughs>